You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Obehave is brought to you by Swipe It. Literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. Go to SwipeIt.com. S-W-I-P-E-T-S dot com. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, a decade ago, our special guest today was a full-fledged member of the Mafia. Now, if you owed money, you prayed he didn't knock on your door. But today, thanks to a special dog named Bruno, he is the best friend to dogs, cats, and other animals in need. He has gone from the Mafia to mutts in an inspiring way, and I want you all to give pause and applause to the star of the new show, The Diamond Collar. It airs on the Oprah Winfrey's own network. Please welcome Mr. James Giuliani. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey, you know, James is going to share how he went from street enforcer for the Mafia to animal advocate right after we take this commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones, actually. Sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Pause up. I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? <coughs> Right, Murphy? And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. Now, I first heard about James Giuliani after watching his guest appearance on the Queen Latifah show earlier this year. I immediately called my producer, Mark Winter, and declared, we need to get James on our show now. He truly lived the life depicted in The Sopranos, and now I'm happy to declare he's become a loving good fella to homeless animals who are sick, 
injured, and just trying to survive on the streets. His crusade caught the attention of Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, and he now stars with his girlfriend, Madalena Periella, on a new show on her own network called The Diamond Collar. And to find out where it's airing, just check your local listings. Now, this Diamond Collar, James, that's actually the name of the upscale grooming shop you and Madalena operate, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And um, it's also named after my show. Diamond Collar came about around eight years ago. Okay. And we started off very small. And, you know, we built it up. We, we installed grooming. We installed daycare. We installed a lot of things as the years went on. And I kind of like, you know, left Laner in charge at the helm there. And basically what I did was I started going out and just grabbing things off the streets in Brooklyn. You know, kittens, dogs. I felt like the store was secure and I needed to do something more. And um, I'm from the streets. I know the streets and I knew where to go. And um, I knew how to bring these animals into uh, into loving homes. And that, that was like my biggest thing. That was my biggest concern at the time. Well, it's a great concern. And I know I've heard you tell the story and it does get a little bit emotional for a very good reason. But my gosh, there was a reason Bruno came into your life. So would you please share with our 800,000 plus listeners the Bruno tale? Well, one morning I was having coffee with um, Adelina, and um, this is before I was even slightly interested in animals. I basically was still on a little tight rope there, you know, okay. balancing. You know, um, <laughs> you know, I was still on the street. I was at a crossroads, and I was trying to be good, and I couldn't. There was nothing that could make me good, and we were just sitting having coffee, and uh, she noticed something tied off onto um, a parking meter, and she goes, oh, my God, and... I was like, what's going on? And she's like, look at that. that. That's a dog. And I was like, that ain't a dog. That looks like a thrown out carpet. And, oh and I was gosh. being serious. It did look like a carpet. Get up. Let's go. And she rushes us across the street. And it was a shih tzu. You know, he was in horrific shape. He was just really far gone. It was about, a, about 80 degrees out. He was out there. There was maggots crawling flies on him. Actually, I didn't even know if he was still alive at the time. So she wanted to, like, let's go mode, pick him up. And I picked him up. And we rushed him into the nearest vet. And I was still like, ooh, God, you know, I didn't want him on me. I just, you know, this ain't for me. This isn't something I do. I brought him in, and I had a little conflict with the vet, and the vet wasn't going to accept him. And I was like, how can you not accept him? He, are you kidding me? Look at him. He's dying. And he, he wanted money. I looked at him, and now he challenged me. So now the gangster comes out, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. now you don't challenge James. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that. So guess what? He was taking this dog no matter what. So we gave him money. And I went home with Lena, and we're waiting to hear what's going on. And, you know, I just couldn't believe it in my mind. I'm like, how could anyone, you know, how many people walked by this poor dog? How many people stepped over him going to work? You know, it wasn't even a notice. It wasn't even a little thing of food near him or water. You know what I'm saying? He was totally discarded like garbage. How, how could someone do this? And Lena's like, well, you see, James? And, and I, you know, I started to see. And she's like, this is what I've been trying to tell you. You know, but words and seeing are totally two different things. And this was my first dog that I've ever seen like this. So we get a phone call from the vet. I go back. He was shaved because he was so matted. He, he was like four times the size. And he had abrasions. He had tumors. He was bleeding out of everywhere. The vet mm -hmm. says, you know, it don't look good, but we're going to try our hardest. And I took him with me. And the minute I picked him up, he starts looking at my face. Nice. And um, it was weird. You know, I just never had this done to me before. And his little tail was wagging. And I'm like, how can your tail be wagging? You're, you're on death's door right now. You are just banged up. You know, you should hate me. You should hate everything. Because I know I would if I was discarded like garbage. But he wasn't. He was just happy that I'm holding him. 
And um, I brought him, you know, brought him home, and uh, he became my buddy. You know, Raina knew what she was doing. She knew. I know this was the master plan for her. And he broke down that wall of hate and untrust that I had. And um, I fell in love with him. And then um, he got worse. And now I bring him into the vet. It was Memorial Day weekend. Eight years ago, I rushed him in. There was no vets open. So I had to take him to an emergency vet. And I heard the bad news that he had lymphoma, that uh, he was very, very sick, and that he wasn't going to last the night. So now, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm a hard guy. I don't show emotion to anyone. I finally find something that I love, something that I trust, something that loves me back unconditionally. And I got to kill my best friend. And I put it like that strong because I want people to understand. People say, well, it's the best thing. To me, it wasn't. To me, I'm killing my best friend. I don't know about euthanasia. I didn't didn't know at the time that this is the best thing. I'm pissed. I don't want to lose him. And I had to. And um, it was a very emotional day for me. I went into the room, and um, he he looks at me, and you can see how weak he was. And it was just eating him alive. And his tail starts wagging. And he thinks he's going home with me, and he isn't. The doctor came in. They did their service. I apologized to him, and I said, I'm sorry that uh, I got to be here as your executioner instead of your savior. Uh, that was it. And I took him from there, and I buried him in the back of my yard uh, of my store, because that's where he was. That's That was him. Bruno was the diamond collar. And wow. um, I went home, and I, and I, and I was broken down. And uh, you're talking about a man who lost many friends, all my family members. And this death really hit home. Yep. Um, and what I did was I looked at Lena, and she goes, you know, there's a thousand Brunos out there. Mm-hmm. She goes, in every form, every form, James, cats, dogs, pigs, ducks, anything you can think of uh, of being abused to this extent. That was it. I never picked up a drug or a drink from that day. I gave up doing any kind of criminal activity, and I went out on my crusade, and uh, I've been doing it for eight years. And nice. I do it by myself every day. Um, I get a call or I see something. That's it. That's my life now. You know, that is my quest. That is my passion. It gets rough, you know, it gets really hard out here, especially with the bad weather we've been having. You know, animals are freezing to death out here, and I, I won't give up on them. I, I have a great vet named Dr. Panis from the Brooklyn Vet Group. Give the shout-out again. What's the veterinarian's name? His name is Dr. Salvatore Panis from the Brooklyn Vet Group. Nice. He's a very big, he, he has about eight places in Brooklyn. That's why it's called, it's a group of vets that are all partners, and um, they extend their love to me. And um, in the biggest way, I mean, I couldn't even, I couldn't even do what I do if it wasn't for them. They're, they're the foundation of what I do. They allow me to do what I do. Lena gives me the strength to do what I do. Yeah. And with those two things, man, I can't lose. The only thing is you got to have a strong stomach for it. It's scary out there. It's scary to know what people are doing to these beautiful, voiceless fur babies. But you know something? Every time I rescue one, it's like I was reborn. It's like the first rescue I do. Every time I rescue one, out of the hundreds or thousands or whatever I've done over the years, it's always like the first time. And that's what makes it strong for me. It isn't like, oh, God, another one. It's like, let's get there. It's always a different situation. It's always a different story. I opened up a little place across the street from the vet. It's called Kino's Animal Sanctuary. It's a small place. It's nothing big by any means. It's a cageless facility, and um, I put beds and couches, and, you know, I pay that rent every month, so I don't overwhelm my house, which I already did. I have 30 animals in my house, and I don't overwhelm Dr. Police, <laughs> so now I have a place to put them. Okay. And that's my story. 
Well, there's more to your story than that, James, but I am kissing the clouds. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just the days. I know we don't have days. No, I know you have okay. questions, and I don't want to just eat up everything. Well, you know, how did your mafia brothers say, okay, man, you can go. You can do and go ahead and do this. Hey, it seems like this is a it, really great cause, and I, I understand you've got some friends from back in the day that also turn to you for help now. Yes, they do, and the best part about it was there was no saying goodbye. I mm-hmm. still see my friends. I okay. still sit down and have coffee and cards. I just do other things than what I did. And, and that's well respected. Because yeah. it isn't like I left to go do things with other people, you know, activities with other people. I left everyone to help something that needs help, something that's, you know, that, that is needed. It's like, you know, um, they were just like, God bless, good for you. Um, because all my friends, you'd be so surprised how they all have animals in the house. They all have dogs and cats. And they love their animals. And, um, you know, they're just not pointed out to go out and save other animals. They keep them at home. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, right. And, um, and, but they respect what I'm doing because they know they could never do it. They're like, this is, this is so, so strong and so big. You know, James, eight hours a day. And I'm like, I know. And so it wasn't <laughs> a big deal. They, 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 a pat on the back. I mean, you know, when they call me up and say, James, you're coming by the cafe today. No, listen, I just found five kittens in a garbage pail. And they're like, great, you'll go take care of them. And then they'll actually call me up three days later to see how the kittens are. Really? And we're talking nice. street guys. We're talking tough guys. You know, yeah. calling me up about five little kittens. How great <laughs> is that? You know, when I when we used to walk into bars, the owners used to actually pay me to leave the bar. Because they didn't want me there. You know, that's where I was. And if you see me now, covering cat litter and, and wee-wee pads <laughs> and running around constantly, you know, my friends, you know, some people like that now have found me. Again, after 15 years, they're like, I fell off the couch when we seen the show. How did this happen? You know what I'm saying? You went from Mr. Hyde to Dr. Jekyll. It, it's sick. Yep. And I'm like, anybody can do this. Hey, you know what, James? You I know, think that real men love cats. Come on. Real men love cats. Don't you think? You know what it is? Sweet. What? Everybody, um, and I always say this, I love all animals, but I go for the underdog, and the underdog is the cat. Because mm-hmm. how many times do you walk home from the subway and you'll see four or five kittens or cats on the cars and you just keep walking? Now, if you see four or five puppies on the cars, you'd have 30,000 rescue groups and people there for that. So right. a lot of people, they don't look at, at the feral cat. And my heart's got to go out to them because I was a feral cat one time in my life. And I go and help what needs to be helped. Something that is on the verge of it's not going to be here tomorrow. That's when I take the action. It's, it's very hard to pick and choose, but we can't save them all. So James says, you know something? There's a puppy in despair. The groups will come out and grab that puppy. But when there's a duck or when there is something that's out there that no one is helping, I go. That's okay. when James gets, you know, strong. And I'm cleaning up Brooklyn a little bit at a time. You know, I'm a one-man brigade. I like it that way because I know what I'm doing. And that's what I like to do. And I want to clean up my backyard and hopefully in the near future, clean up a lot of other backyards. Well, you you are doing that. And we're speaking with James Giuliani. He is the star of the Diamond Collar show that airs on Oprah's own network. You got to check your local listings for the showtimes. And I do want to get back to you and find out how in the heck you landed a show on her network. But we got to pay for this show, James. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. I want everybody to just sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. 
Pause up. I'm Arden Moore, and I'm here to tell you about a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any surface. You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair, but anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. Right, Ziki? Right, Murphy? And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T-S. A simple solution for shedding. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Ray. You're listening to OB Hayes with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am honored to have James Giuliani on the show. He went from the mafia to mutts. He's the star of the Diamond Collar Show on Oprah's own network with Madalena. You got to say it because it sounds so good when you say Madalena Pirelli. Just rolls off it. That's all Italian <laughs> from Brooklyn, baby. The Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> But, you know, you guys are doing your thing. You're keeping dogs looking good and other pets. You're saving lives. Did just Oprah knock on your door or what? Did she owe you a favor? How did you get that connection? Well, there were a few people like, you know, word got around around Brooklyn about me, about this guy in his uh, sweatsuits and leather jacket and his hair perfect. I got to say this. I saw your hair. You have hair that women would <laughs> You have the most beautiful hair on the planet. <laughs> uh, that's one thing that will never, you know, I'm a fanatic. <laughs> you know, I'm a fanatic with that and, and with the way I dress because that was built into me from, you know, being in the clubs my whole life and, and running that gangster role. And I still like to dress to impress. I'm sorry. That's the only thing that's probably hasn't changed in my life. <laughs> but people were wondering, why is this guy jumping, you know, running around in solid white sneakers with perfect hair, uh, running through mud, going under cars, grabbing lost and abused animals. And people, it was just going crazy. It was going viral in Brooklyn, in Queens. And then people started calling me up saying they would like to film me. Would I be interested in getting filmed mm-hmm. and all this stuff? And, um... Finally, um, a company came in called Nerd, and uh, they came from England, actually. And they were all in there with their English accent. They were like, would you mind if we filmed you? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And they did, and they did a day with James, a day in the life of James. And they were blown away. They were just blown away. They were like, how do you do this seven days a week, 365 days a year for the last eight years? This right. is mind-blowing. So they filmed me, and um, I was so lucky that it fell into the eyes of Oprah and her people, and um they called me up and said, your story is amazing. And I was like, thank you. And they were like, we really would love to show the world what you do. You know, I was honored to have Oprah Winfrey, a uh, person that I've loved and respected since a child, is interested in James Giuliani. It was, uh, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? I, but I she, she's it. like you. It doesn't matter your income level. This lady knows that the most priceless asset we have are our pets and companion yeah. animals. And so I think you got her, man. You got her right in the heart. Yeah, and for me, doing it for so long, I don't look at myself as doing a big deal. I'm just doing what I want to do. It's like if you go home and you paint, and you love to paint, when somebody walks in one day and goes, oh my God, you're the next Picasso. But you'll never look at yourself that way because you love to do it. 
You know what I'm saying? You're not doing it right. for the pat on the back or, or for anything. I wasn't doing it for anything. I'm just doing it because Bruno, I owed it to him. Do you understand? I felt yes. I owed it. After being such a bad person, I needed to bring myself to reality now and make up for everything I've done in the past. And Bruno brought that out of me. So with Oprah, I was just like blown away. And she's such an animal lover and, and an advocate for animals. And uh, she does so much behind the scenes for animals. So I was blessed. This yeah. last year of my life has been nothing but a blessing. You've actually earned it. You're doing things. And I do want to make sure that people know how to check it out. You can go to your own business, thediamondcollar.com, correct? And then yes, own yes. OWN.TV and check for the Diamond Collar Show. There is a chance for folks to catch some of the little excerpts from the first airing of the first episode. I did watch that. But you are rooting for the underdog. So I want to make sure we're telling people the right way to check you out, James. Listen, it's one at a time, one baby at a time. If the show is just about real rescue. It isn't me jumping off planes and kicking <laughs> in doors and, you know, wearing a cape. I just want the world to know that there's no cape in this. The little kid who picks up the cape and brings it into his house is just as good as any of us doing this. Every little bit helps us. I did you know, see you the, the, break you know, a car window to get a dog or animal out, though, didn't yes. you, Shrabo? Yes, I did. But once in a while, you got to get dirty, you know? Yep. Once in a while, you got to get a little mean. But always remember, keep within the law because you can't rescue from a jail cell. So the law is out there to help us all, too. But if it's a split-second decision, you got to make it. Try to keep within the law um, when you're doing that. Don't go breaking car windows. <laughs> <laughs> I did it because it was a situation. It was a 100-degree day out, and it was a bad situation. Give us and the I, detail. What kind of animal was inside the car? Well, I, it was a little chihuahua, and I was tipped off by somebody that it, the person was at a festival, and the dog was in there for quite a while, oh, and no. it was a real brutal day. So I just took it upon myself, and actually, it was real fun, <laughs> but I took it upon <laughs> myself to do it. You didn't mess up your hair in the No, I didn't. I, didn't. I cut my hair up pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just, you know what it is, like I tell everybody, if you see a cat under a car, go spend the 59 cents, get a little can of cat food and put it there for them. It's not going to kill you. That is all part of rescue. You don't need to take the cat home. You don't need to bring him to vets. Any little bit helps. That's true. And that That's goes true. for any animal, maybe a squirrel, maybe a hand, anything. Every little bit helps, guys. We can all do this. And if we all do a little bit, guess what? We won't be in the position we are right now. Now, when you were on Queen Latifah's show, you brought in a little poodle named Nick. And yes. I understand there's a good story. Nick got adopted? Nick got her home. And, you know, he was a great dog. As you've seen, he laid right on her lap. And a lot of people, when they go to the shelters and they see these animals in there, they don't see it like everybody's seen Nick. Because if Nick was in the shelter and he was in a cage, he would have been jumping around and bouncing around. They were like, oh, my God, this dog's so hyper. But when you see how we brought Nick out and we put him on a couch yep. and he was relaxed and the true Nick came out and he was scooped up like that. So it was such a pleasure to be able to bring him out out of an environment of a lot of animals all in one group. And so the people could really see the real Nick. And that was the beauty of it. You what know, about uh, Queen Latifah? Is, How is she? I know she's a big animal she, lover. Oh, my God. She almost adopted Nick. Really? She, she already <laughs> has three dogs. She was on the verge of adopting Nick. <laughs> Everybody loved him. I wish I could bring a dog on a TV show every day. It's just bringing awareness to them. See, a lot of people are not aware. They're in their worlds, and they're working two jobs, and the kids are coming home with homework, so they're not aware. And with talk shows and with your radio show, we can make so many people aware of what you're doing, and, right. and that's the beauty of this. What are some tips with keeping our pets safe this winter? I understand you had some ideas you want to share, because Mother Nature has not been very well behaved this winter. 
the biggest thing this year has been the salt. Yeah. For some reason, the salt, whatever they put in it, whatever chemicals, they changed it. The dog's feet, the pads are burning. They're getting sick because then they're going home and licking this off their pads. One of the biggest things I can tell you is if your dog doesn't wear boots or disposable booties, the minute they walk it back into the house, please wash their feet. Because we don't know what they're ingesting with all this salt and what, what the chemicals that are in the salt. Be careful walking your dog in the street. I know people like to do it, but you got to remember something. If it's snowing, if there is ice, especially black ice, yep. no one's going to be able to swerve. Keep your dogs on a leash, not an extended leash in this weather. Extended leashes are for the nice summer days where you can let them run a little bit. Keep them close. Keep them within a three-foot distance, especially on ice, because your dog, he's not getting traction on ice. And Dr. Panisse, we see so many kneecaps that are twisted, ligaments that are torn from your dog slipping in the ice and the snow. Don't leave your dog out for extended times, no matter what. And if you do, insulate. And don't use rags. Don't use blankets because they get moldy in okay. dog houses. You know, use straw. Do not use anything but straw. Good and, point. And, and, you know, don't leave your dog out for more than two to three hours in this kind of weather. I have two rescues and a big and a little and Chipper and Cleo. They have orthopedic beds all throughout my house. I mean, they're doing good, but they're older. They're 11 now, and I feel that's good for their joints. But in your household with Madalena, you've got, I know, Bosco, Princess, Boots, Mama, Sugar, Gizmo. you got dogs and cats, but I'm very intrigued by Everywhere. the one called Evil Eva. Tell me. Yeah, What's I just left her two seconds ago. Eva's what? mean. Eva was brought in <laughs> to, to actually Dr. Sal's, and the owner was standing there, and she says, please put her down. Oh, and no. I was in the back, and I was called out front, and uh -huh. um, I was like, why would you like to do this? And she goes, well, look at the paperwork. And three trainers suggested euthanasia for Eva. And I looked at the girl, and I was like, well, you came to the wrong vet. We don't put down healthy dogs. Yeah. And she looked at me, and she's like, well, who are you? And I said, I'm James. And I was like, how about I make you deal? And she goes, why is the guy hold Eva? And she, Eva came to me, and I held her, and I was like, would you mind if I kept her? And she looked at me, and she goes, uh, I don't know. So I just walked in the back of the bed and went out the back door with her. I wasn't even giving the girl a chance. Because no. I know what she would have done. She would have went to the next bed. Who would have yep. done this? The troche sack. So the girl flips out, and the girls are all like, listen, that's James. This is what he does. And uh, Eva's been with me for two years. Yeah, she still bites. What kind Eva of dog so is Eva, and how much does Eva's she a, She's a long-haired chihuahua, but Eva was really abused, and it's going to take probably her entire life for her to 100% trust. And you know something? I don't care if she takes a nip here and there, because you know something? I can't see into her brain to see what she's been through. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as a bad dog. There's only such thing as bad owners. I'll never give up on Eva. Eva, and she's mean. She can get into her little, you know, spats and with the cats and the dogs in my house. And you know something? I'm willing to deal with that. I'm one of those type of people who are willing to deal with that. And you what know? about and a few of the me. other ones? Who's your sweetheart on four legs in your household, dog or cat? Who gets the title uh, of sweetheart? You know what it is? They're all such different personalities. So mm -hmm. at different times, I like them all differently. Like okay. when I'm sleeping at night, I like Mishka and Gizmo next to me and Eva. During the day, I like Brock. I pug because he makes me laugh. So, you know, everybody during my day, they know it's their time. So, like, when I walk into my house, they don't charge. Isn't that I'm great? charge by 30 animals. <laughs> you know, it's the best. It's, it's hilarious because, know. you know, people, my next-door neighbors must think, like, it's an insane asylum. <laughs> um, and then during the day, like, Brock will know it's his time if I'm on the couch to get pet. And the rest yeah. will keep away. And then when I go upstairs, Mishka knows immediately to call on my chest. So, everybody knows. It's, it's all routine. So they all have their routines. 
Good. You know, and God forbid James ever gets a break. You got a great gal in Madalena. You guys make a good team for all these rescues. It sounds like you have a good relationship and you're in business yeah, together yeah. and look what you guys are doing together. It probably made your relationship stronger when Bruno came yes. into your life. Yes, it did. It made me understand what I couldn't understand why Lena was doing what she was doing. Yep. Because my Madalena has been doing this for 30 years and she's been through hell because she had 25 cats poisoned actually oh, in, in her life from crazy people. You know, Lena really was through the trenches, and I was like, why do you care? And she knew how to make me start caring, and she started pushing it towards me. And with Bruno, that just, like, shattered the window. That was it. But Lena knew. She said something, because we always talk about that, and I'm like, why'd you put up with me? She was just like, no. <laughs> I was like, how the hell did you know? She goes, I don't know. I just knew. I just knew it was going to take a little time. And she knew, and... um now I love her for what she does. She is so unselfish. Every act she does is for them. Nothing. I mean, I'm telling you, she does nothing unless it is associated with them. You know, Lena can have the best steak in front of her, and if the cats grab it, she'll be like, okay, I guess I'm making uh, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> That's how good Lena is, and, and I love her for that. We're speaking with James Giuliani. He is the star of the Diamond Collar Show on Oprah's own network. You just need to check your local listings for the airing times. And I also want you to dash over to thediamondcollar.com and check out the great work that he and Madalena are doing to get pets looking their best and feeling their best. Take care of your own animal. Keep them clean. Keep them groomed. Give them some good food. Pat them on the head. Give them a warm place. And guess what? You're a rescuer. That's why I call everybody who treats their animal good a rescuer. That's well put. Hey, folks, we got to wrap up the show for today, but I also want at this time to salute James Giuliani. He is the guy that went from the mafia to saving butts. He is the star of the Diamond Collar that airs on Oprah's own network. Check your local listings. And I also want to thank my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. He is the brains behind the entire Pet Life Radio, which is now the number one pet radio network on the planet. You can tune in many, many ways, including iHeartRadio. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.